and welcome to Friday Lines. I'm your host, Luke O'Brien, aka OB. Friday Lines is brought to you by Little Birdie TV and topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped, all your essential items for life. Joining me today for all things AFL is MG. Welcome to you, MG. OB, how are you? Good, thank you, mate. And the doyen of a rugby league top rope. Uh, hello to you, top rope up there in Orange. Hello, OB. They, I believe Charles Dickens started uh, Tale of Two Cities. They were the best of times, they were the worst of times. And uh, after watching Origin on Wednesday night and then uh, having no Thursday night NRL and having to watch uh, the AFL last night, that, uh, that line certainly sums up my week. Oh, I thought the NRL was okay. I think you're being a bit harsh on it there, mate. But anyway... <laughs> We'll, we'll move on. MG, the uh, the AFL has uh, has morphed into the NRL, uh, a bit of Sunday night fight club. Uh, what do you make of all that, mate? That's why Top Rope's now interested in the AFL. <laughs> He's a uh, few, few uh, off-the-field punch-ons in restaurants and all of a sudden that's right in Top Rope's uh, heating zone. Yeah, I think it's a good cover story, OB. I'm not going to put you on the spot. We're not going to divulge too much information, but... Uh, Poor Maxi Gorn getting trotted out for a press conference to uh, tell some porky pies, in my opinion. Jeez, he's not a good poker player, Maxi Gorn. I tell you what, I'd like to get him around the table one day. Um, yeah, Melbourne have got some issues, haven't they? Uh, all of a sudden, the last couple of weeks, there's some uh, stories flying left, right and centre, and the least of it seems to be the May uh, Melksham kind of dust up for mine. So interesting to see how they go against Collingwood this week. It's amazing when you start to lose, uh, the cracks sort of appear. When you win, you sort of cut mass over the cracks a little bit, but... Um, the stories are coming from everywhere. There's there's <laughs> president stories, there's coaches stories, there's fights going on. Um, yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, I think the players just want to get out there on Monday against Collingwood and uh, and go from there. But uh, does seem to be a few little issues sort of uh, simmering away underneath. Yeah, I think if uh, they'd want to beat Collingwood this week, otherwise the uh, be more than cracks, the floor might fall underneath them. So. Yeah, the bookies have got a big decision to make in the next uh, probably week or two if they uh, lose to Melbourne, how much they want to lay them as well because uh, right now I uh, can't imagine too many people are chiming in right now in Melbourne town. And AFL Round 13 kicked off last night with Richmond and Port Adelaide at the MCG. Richmond uh, winning by 12 points, uh, 21, just under 22,000, 21,765 there last night. Shocking crowd, shocking conditions, shocking game. Um, I think a, a couple of teams sort of coming off the bye or heading into the bye uh, certainly showed last night. Yeah, it wasn't shocking conditions. It was good conditions to play football. Uh, bit, bit, bit slippery. Bit oh, slippery. Bit slippery. Yeah, I know you were down on the ground. Give me a spell. The ground, it wasn't slippery at all. The skills were deplorable. And uh, we won't get top rope in because uh, he, he had to watch the AFL yesterday. I think it was his first game that he watched for the year. And unfortunately, they did not put on a good display. Poor crowd. Two teams battling to keep him... Uh, in pace with the eight, or Richmond are now find themselves just in the eight. Obviously, we've got some games to go. But, uh, yeah, I think the scoreboard definitely fighted Port Adelaide. Um, Two-goal result, I think it should have been uh, from consensus, at least maybe four or five goals. Richmond missed some uh, absolute shockers. None uh, Definitely led by Bolton. I think he had 0-4 for the game. He missed two from borderline goal square. Um, yeah, not good. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Richmond have got some upside. They've got Lynch to come back. Um, you know, I think they're tracking okay. Richmond it was just a low game, wasn't it? Ob, um, I think Porter got some real issues. They got no offense. Their forward, uh, the connection between uh, their mids going into forward fifty was just non-existent. They uh, just played right in Richmond's hands. And uh, even though the scoreboard was close-ish, um, I don't think Richmond were any danger of losing the game. And uh, I think they need a ruckman, so they need Lysett back in a yes. in a in a hurry because they had Finlayson and uh, Dixon. I thought Dixon was actually. Okay, in the ruck, he was competitive. Finlayson was better around the ground, but yep. um, they need Lysett back, so they need Dixon up forward, and then you know their smalls around. Um, 
I'm not sure what's happening with Xavier Dersma. I'm not sure if he's injured or just out of form, but they just sort of they, they seem to have lacked a bit of a spark. Um, yeah, they got, so. got a few issues. Now they're five, five, five wins and seven losses in the count. Um, they've got Sydney at home next week, so it's going to be a, you know probably about a pick and match at this stage, maybe Sydney slight favourites. But, yeah, if they go down five and eight uh, past the halfway mark, it might be uh, – Ground too far to make up, I think. Absolutely. Uh, NBA finals continue. Boston leading 2-1 the next game uh, Saturday in Boston. Some injury doubt for uh, the Warriors with Steph Curry, but I think he'll play. Uh, just a reminder, all your betting action for the NBA can be found at topsport.com.au. Now, if anyone can get a coach sacked, it's uh, it's our friend Top Rope, and he's had a big week. He actually had a big day. Uh, two coaches in one day. Uh, Top Rope, is, is there anyone left up there, mate? Look, the last time you get two in one day, I must have been a teenager. It was a long, long time ago. It was uh, uh, unbelievable stuff. Two coaches gone, uh, not before Origin two. So yeah, great, yeah, great respect to both the Tigers and the uh, the Warriors for for getting the smother in Origin time to uh, uh, take a couple of coaches. So yeah, uh, open up in the morning with um, uh, what, what can only be described as a classic rugby league tale. The New Zealand Warriors coach uh, not wanting to live in New Zealand, so um, so, so they've orchestrated that he's left, but uh, obviously need to get sacked after that. Um, as someone who was uh, once in a senior position at the uh, New Zealand Tab and said something similar when I worked over here for eighteen months, I can certainly empathise with both Brandy and the Warriors in this situation. So, uh, well, well played to Brandy for getting as long as he did out of him. Um, will absolutely go down in history as. Uh, one of the great rugby league quirks. New Zealand Warriors coach never lived, never stepped foot in New Zealand. Coaching for eighteen months. Good luck to him. Um, another one, uh, Michael Maguire, the the most long drawn out, painful execution of all time. Michael Maguire finally uh, finally coached his last game. Uh, the excuses for the delay, something that should have happened at the end of last year, um, not because he's a bad coach, but because he uh, you know, clearly off for the West Tigers. Uh, yeah, really just drawn out far too far. So they're going to be uh, those clubs will be looking for new coaches along with Canterbury. So, um, yeah, expect at the moment, if I was having a little bet, and unfortunately you can only bet on these things because it was once a very profitable enterprise, um, I'd be betting on Michael McGuire to coach the Warriors, current New Zealand Kiwis coach. So I can see him transitioning nicely there. They're after a hard-ass, the... The West Tigers have offered a massive five-year deal to his parent assistant, Cameron Geraldo, so I expect he will take that job up. And heaven help us all. I don't know whether I want the Blues to be swept or make a massive comeback, but whatever will get Brad Fittler in that New South Wales job would be ideal by me because I reckon he's the red-hot favourite for the Bulldogs. Oh, God. Surely there's got to be some more some coaches coming through. Like I know, you know, The Penrith assistant has been touted to every job under the sun and finally he's going to take one. But is, is there anyone else coming through? Like I just, no. you know, I mean, David Kidwell was, was touted for many years, old kitty cat, but there's no one else. I just, there's, surely there's some coaches coming through from somewhere. I will tell you, I'll tell you the exact moment David Kidwell's uh, boom as an assistant future NRL coach into an assistant who will never be an NRL coach was, was when he coached the New Zealand national team and then forgot he had Jason Tormalolo on the bench, played him 15 minutes and admitted after the game he forgot he had him on the bench. <laughs> uh, and then not only did Kidwell get sacked, Tormalolo's playing for Tonga and Kidwell's career as a head coach is done and dusted. So that's how David Kidwell's career ended. 
as an aside. Having met David Kidwell a few times uh, and had a, a couple of nights out with old Kitty Cat, it does not surprise me in the slightest uh, that he's forgetting he had a player on the bench. Uh, just quickly, uh, before we get into this week's action, uh, State of Origin Game 1 was an absolute ripper. Um, it was sort of lights out uh, for Queensland and, and for yourself there, uh, uh, top rope. You had the uh, the Ric Flair Munster for Man of the Match at $9. He was outstanding. Uh, next game, game two in Perth on the 26th of June. So uh, great game. Um, probably a little bit of an upset. Everyone was sort of you know tipping New South Wales, but uh, Cameron Munster and Harry Grant sort of turned it on in the first, um, you know, first 15, 20 minutes of the second half. Yeah, it was it was a great game. Uh, classic Origin game. Look, even as a New South Wales one, I've got to admit that. Uh, Origin's at its best when Queensland are firing. So um, yeah, it's a bit like the old the old wrestling uh, maxim. You know, you want to be chasing the bad guy. And having Queensland dominate it was actually really, really good for Origin. It was a packed crowd. Back to ANZ for the first time in a few years. It was fantastic rugby league. So Munster um, amazing. Yeah, the game turned when Harry Grant got on the field uh, and some poor coaching decisions by Brad Fittler around the selections and even the late changes to the team uh, probably hurt them. So I expect to see some changes for the Blues going again too, which... I'm sure we will discuss uh, next week or two. And right now, it's time for Friday Lines, brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. As MG, it's a Friday night blockbuster. Essendon versus Carlton, 7.50 Friday night at the MCG. Essendon, 3.05. Carlton, $1.40. The line, 17.5. Over under, 163.5. Some big ins for the Blues and a big weekend for Essendon celebrating their 150th year anniversary. Uh, any hope at the Bombers there, mate? Yeah, they're going to need all the help and motivation they can get. Um, yeah, I know I know it's their 150th and they'll be up and about for it, but it's, I think it's just going to be a distraction too far for mine. I just, uh, no, I can't come into Essendon there. Two and nine on the year, they're going terrible. And uh, on paper, I just can't, can't shape it any which way other than the Carlton victory here. Um, Essendon have lost six of their last seven games. They're three, they lost three in a row. Their offense is deplorable. They haven't scored more than 50 points in the last three games, OB. So I just, uh, you know, um, big ins, as you said, coming back. Stringer for Essendon will help them, especially out of the middle, maybe kicking a few goals. But uh, Carlton get back big Harry Mackay as well. So now all of a sudden the double-headed monster's back for the Blues with uh, Charlie Kerno. They also get Kennedy and Martin back in. So they're just strengthened. I know they lose Weedering down down back, but I don't think for a side like Essen it's going to hurt them too much. So uh, I'm pretty keen. The the line has bounced around a bit. Open 22 here, OB. It's got down to as low as 16, 17. It popped back up to 20 yesterday, now back down to 17 this morning. So plenty of action going on in the game. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty keen on Carlton here to get in the W, and I think minus 17.5 is a decent bet. And I also like the uh, bit of Ric Flair for top rope. you like this, maybe even Carlton the 40-plus. Yeah, right. I think people forget how good a player Caleb Marchbank was. Um, so, look, he's had, you know, sort of 18, 19 months out of the game. So it's going to be a bit tough for him to sort of come straight back in and uh, and come back to his best form. But uh, he's a very good player and a, mm-hmm. a good player to have back in. So, if, And then if they get Weedering back and, and Marchbank's in some good touch, yeah, look out. They could uh, they could cause a little bit of damage. Mm-hmm. As we go to this, the one NRL game tonight, it's uh, the North Queensland Cowboys, $1.21 against the St. George Illawarra Dragons, 465. The line is minus 12.5, over under 40.5. I know that Hunt and Sims will play for the Dragons. I think the Cowboys are resting a couple of their origin stars, although Valentine Holmes is still in the squad. 
which way are you leaning there, top rope? Yeah, Jeremiah Nanai, who got hurt on the boo, uh, will miss. And Ruben Carter, who was so outstanding, he's already in the boo, will also be rested. So, um, yeah, the Lions kind of tucked in from, from 13 and a half to 12 and a half here. Uh, look, leaning the Cowboys, the money's come for the plus. Not a lot of confidence. It's a very, very low game. But the market's underrated the Cowboys all year. They've covered 10 or 13. They've covered three straight as a double-digit favourite. Dragons have covered to 7 of 21, off-scoring more than 24 points. They haven't covered five straight night games. Leaning towards the Cowboys, not a great deal of confidence in this one. Uh, if you're looking for a little bit of uh, flair, I would be looking at Hamiso Tabuai for back to win his best position. Uh, him to score a try, he can get about $2.30, so uh, I think that's definitely a bet. As we go to the Saturday night uh, AFL match of the round, uh, Brisbane against the Saints. The Lions $1.37, St Kilda $3.20, the line minus 18.5, over under 170.5. This market, I cannot believe, I know I'm a big St Kilda fan, I've talked them up, I don't know what they have to do to be um, to be a bit short in this, but $3.20, Brisbane coming back from the other side of the country, yep. a hard slog, lost against Fremantle, a couple of players under injury clouds, $3.20, I'd be taking that every day of the week. Yeah, not going to argue with you. The market's actually strengthened a bit. It opened 16, gone to 18.5. So um, you may get a touch better also, OB. So if you're betting the Saints, I suggest maybe wait as late as possible um, come Saturday night. Uh, yeah, there's, listen, the form's different. Even though it's six, uh, second v. fifth and uh, Brisbane have won uh, nine and three, they've lost two straight now. Um, so they're probably looking forward to the bye next week, but they've got a big match against St Kilda where they've, uh, St Kilda have won three straight. So, yeah, as you said, off a six-day Perth trip as well, Brisbane, um, be a big test, but they are at home. Uh, they're an offensive machine. St Kilda can't go with them the offensive way. But, uh, you know, I think with Danaher coming back, uh, obviously helps helps their balance and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, interesting game. Not a betting game for me. I, I, I agree with you. If I was going to have a bet, I'd be going the, the plus side in this game at the 18. Uh, but as I said, I just wait at the moment just with the way the, the market's trended so far. I just don't think the, the market will turn around. The total's uh, just dropping a little. I, I'd be more inclined to back the under in this game just just at the uh, the 170 and a half. It's come down from 172 and a half. But, yeah, match of the round, looking forward to it. Um, probably won't get involved myself, but, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. And, yes, in Kilda, uh, this is a big game for them, isn't it, if they get over Brisbane in Brisbane? Absolutely. I, I think the Saints are going a bit better than what people think. Uh, I think they're around the mark. Uh, I don't think they can win it this year, but I think they're – I think they're very competitive against the best sides, and I think they they raise themselves to these games. Um, I don't know what 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 else Reese Matheson has to do. He had forty nine possessions and seventeen clearances in the VFL last week. Probably can't squeeze into that midfield, but uh, he'll be the sub and come on at some stage if there's an injury. But uh, yeah, it looks a beauty that one Saturday night. As we also look at to the NRL, uh, sort of the early uh, or afternoon evening game. Um, it's the Roosters two fifty two against the Melbourne Storm a dollar fifty four. The line is 4.5 over under 40 even. Uh, top rope, this looks a beauty. The Roosters sort of have, have got the talent on paper. The Storm have sort of been um, spluttering and stuttering a little bit over the last few weeks. Um, this looks a beauty. Oh, absolute ripper. Uh, really hard game to, to kind of figure out. We'll have to see who backs up in this one. Uh, expecting the Storm contingent to, to, to back up. Um, you know, Kevin Munster's not going to miss a game. No Pat this week, but... Uh, um, and of course, Xavier Coates is out hurt. He looks like he's syndesmosis uh, in origin. So, uh, not a 
a massive loss in and of himself, but the depth that was is, is getting pretty thin at the moment, and he did always provide that big target as well. So, uh, look, leaning towards the storm here. They've covered four straight against the Chooks. They've won their last three by six and lost. This is normally a, a real smash spot for the Roosters. They are exceptional for loss. They've covered seven and nine at the SCG for loss. Uh, Melbourne, so good away from any park. They've covered 25 of 36 when favoured by six or more uh, on the road. They're into four and a half now, so they've covered 39 of 60 uh, at Amy, away from Amy. So I'm going to take the storm here, but not a huge degree of confidence. I'll probably say what MG said. This is not a betting game, but I don't have those. So um, we'll just call it a small betting game. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. And top, topsport.com.au also like like you saying that. A small game for you is probably a large game for everyone else. But, uh, as we look to uh, the Monday game uh, in the AFL, Collingwood $2.80, Melbourne $1.46, the line 15 and a half, the over under 161.5. We have to wait until see the final teams here, MG. But, um, yeah, Monday afternoon, MCG, uh, the... Uh, great Neil Danaher fundraiser as well going down the slide uh, for uh, for motor neurone disease. Um, it's a great game on the uh, AFL calendar. Uh, looks a beauty. Collingwood have been in some good form. Melbourne are out of form and a few off-field worries that mm. might galvanise them slightly. Um, which way would you be uh, leaning here? Yeah, good fixturing by the uh, AFL this week with the uh, Friday game, Carlton Essendon and then the G, so they'll get two very, very good crowds. Um yeah, I'm, I'm not sure here. I think uh, I think it's a it's a wait and see at the moment. If you like Collingwood, uh, you know you probably got to be betting early. Uh, the market opened twenty one and a half. Obviously, there's been some uh, off field dramas for Melbourne to bring the betting back down, but twenty one down to fifteen at the moment. Right now, I think Melbourne probably just look a little cheap, but I think the market will hold. So I think this will be a really good betting game for Monday. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I think I think Collingwood probably provide the value. Um, Hero B at this stage is with you know their, their form, they're going okay. Um, they're eighth on the ladder now, they've won three straight. This is a big test for them, but you know, I'm not sure if Melbourne's actually you know not bottomed out, but you know what I mean. They've, they've now lost two in a row. This is a big traditional game, um, in front of a big crowd, so minus May as well. Um, you know, might test them. So Collingwood will go into this game thinking they're a real good chance, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, I, I think the value lies with, with the pies in this betting game. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, the play for me in this game is definitely the under total, in my opinion. And they haven't moved too much, so there's still value in the total. Um, I sent it out early on, I think it was Monday, the under 163.5, I think. Um, I just think it will definitely go into the 150s come game time. I think it's it's more about a mid-150 total. Um, Melbourne won't want to give anything away. Collingwood don't mind playing a low scrap either. Big game at the MCG, a bit like last night's game, I think. I can see it paying out similar than that, so... Yeah, slight Collingwood in the value, um, probably in the points margins as well. But yeah, keen on the under. I think Melbourne might win and might win comfortably. I think All they'll, right. uh, I think they'll come out and just go. You know, Petrarca and Oliver was say, and Gorn was say, "Come with me, boys. We've had enough." All right. But uh, anyway, it should be a cracking game. And this one, uh, two o'clock on Sunday, the West Tigers against the Manly Seagulls at Campbelltown Stadium, an absolute old-fashioned dust-up. West Tigers two sixty five, the Manly Seagulls a dollar forty eight, the line a six point five over under forty two and a half. I love these games at uh, at traditional uh, venues uh, top rope, and this one uh, this one hopefully tenth versus thirteenth. Hopefully it uh, delivers a little bit more than that on paper, but I love going back to these traditional uh, traditional grounds. 
Yeah, normally there's a fair degree of quaintness and uh, and charm and history around uh, playing at these grounds. But well, alas, we're at Campbelltown this week and it's just an absolute dump. <laughs> so um, we probably won't get a lot of that charm out there but uh, uh, in the far west of Sydney, but uh, um, we, will, we will do our best. Uh, regardless, I, I know I can be prone to hyperbole at times. We got one of the bets of the season in this game, one of the bets of the season. Uh, assuming the weather's uh, decent enough, which it looks like it will be, the over is an absolutely red-hot bet. This line is at least a try too short. Uh, the over is hit in 7 of 23 when these teams have played since 2008. Uh, three of the last four of top 58, including just six weeks ago. The average total since 2008, 47 and a half. Both these teams in big over spots. Please, just give me the 42 and a half. And if you want a, bit, a little bit of the old, uh, the old nature boy, the old Ric Flair, uh, Sixty-one plus to uh, nine dollars, absolutely a bet. Sixty-one and a half points on a sa- Sunday afternoon at Campbelltown. Now uh, you've heard it here first, so it's a month. It's a monster money being reinvested. <laughs> I think a bit of the old head wobble. I think <laughs> yeah. from top rope come. Please Monday. Don't do that. Monster money's long gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, into a new boat. <laughs> Uh, we'll have a quick look at the remaining two games of AFL. Um, I don't see anything doing in these games. Uh, Fremantle dollar twelve, Hawthorne six seventy five. The line minus thirty nine and a half over under one fifty three point five. I think everyone will just be watching to see uh, Nate Fife back out there in an AFL field. MG, not much else doing. Yeah, good to see him back. You should dropped off your Hawks quickly, haven't you? <laughs> You're done on the Hawks for the year. Well, uh, Saturday afternoon, four o'clock. I can find better things to do. I'm, uh, yeah, uh, thirty. Uh, what do we got? Thirty-two uh, up to thirty-nine. This line. So obviously, with the teams announced, we knew Fife was coming back. But uh, yeah, it's one-way traffic in this. Uh, I actually don't mind the under in this this play. Uh, one fifty-six. I opened down to one fifty-three and a half. I think this will. Uh, Freeman will just lock this game down and grind out a win. I wouldn't be keen on the minus thirty-nine and a half. I think Hawthorne have got a, a chance at the big line. A bit of weather around as well, OB. So. Uh, Maybe a bit of plus and definitely the under. And the final game we'll look at uh, is the lock-in at Marvel. Uh, North Melbourne, five ten. <laughs> GWS, $1.18. The line, 32.5, over under 169.5. If you are going to this game, you need a good, hard look at yourself. Although, having said that, I do give North Melbourne a hope. I think this is one of those games they might say, you know, we're, we're a chance. Let's Let's put everything on the line. They've been smashed a little bit as well over the last couple of weeks. GWS a little bit flaky at times. Um, it could be a bit in this one. That's the AFL marketing officer speaking there, top rope as well. He wants a lock in. He couldn't give away free tickets to this game. Um, yeah, standalone Sunday game as well. So uh, everybody will be able to enjoy their Sunday doing something else. Uh, Giants 30, 36 down to 32. So there is some money for the Kangaroos. I couldn't have them. Their last eight, eight games now, they've lost by 47 or more points. So... Very hard to come into the Kangaroos. Um, yeah, I'd just move on to the Melbourne game for me, I think, on Monday. No no tip here for the punters. As we look at the remaining NRL games, it's the Titans and the Rabbitohs on Saturday afternoon. The Titans, 285. South Sydney Rabbitohs, $1.44. The line is 7.5, over under 43.5. Anything doing there, uh, top rope? It's a bunny blast. The Titans are absolutely cast. They've covered just six or seven as a home underdog. Uh, South, uh, they have won six straight against the uh, Titans. They've scored 20 out of more than six in the last seven, won seven straight at Seabus. This away game 
I mean, there's little to them. I think the Bunnings will absolutely slaughter the Titans. I like hearing that. Uh, Broncos and the Raiders is the next one. Broncos $1.51. The Raiders $2.60. The line minus 4.5, over under 41.5. The Broncos are in some uh, good nick. And the Raiders, you just don't know what you're going to get. Uh, any, uh, any way you're leaning there, Top Rope? Yeah, uh, confident the Raiders can uh, cover the four and a half and win off the stick here. A uh, bit of um, Adam Reynolds back for the Broncos, but they'll be missing a couple of their origin contingent, including Payne Haas and Katoni Staggs. Uh, Raiders have won three on the shot. They're certainly fans form. They were pretty good against the Roosters last week. Uh, and they're just really good on the road as an underdog. They've covered 14 and 21 as a road dog or four or more. That mark really tends to underrate them when they're away. So uh, I'll be riding the Raiders pretty hard in this one. The Knights and the Panthers, uh, the next game. Uh, the Newcastle Knights, 525. The Penrith Panthers, $1.17. The line at 14.5, over under 41.5. A few origin stars in this game. Will they all be playing top rope? No, that 525 is probably changing as we speak. Uh, we're just coming through that. Uh, Isaiah Yo, we rested as expected after, um, of course, you know, you can never question the sanctity of a doctor, but uh, um, he was allowed to play on with a concussion for 79 minutes and 55 seconds. So, um, yeah, I'm not a doctor, but he sure looked concussed. Uh, he obviously won't play. Uh, Liam Martin out, and most importantly, Nathan Cleary will not play. Uh, look, Penrith are a massive underside away from home. They're the biggest road underside I, I can recall seeing they go under at 71 percent on the road over the last four seasons so fair whack there and now no nathan cleary so if you're having a bet in this one i'll be back in the under and i'll be looking at the newcastle team total under but yeah not a big not a lot of confidence parents tend to be overrated on the road as well so couldn't jump into the minus and you're, you're a game game punter if you're taking a plus so uh small bet the under here as we go to the Stacey Jones-led New Zealand Warriors, 485 against the Cronulla Sharks, $1.19. The line, 13 and a half, over under 43.5. Uh, can Stacey Jones pull something out here for the uh, Warriors? I don't know what it's like in the AFL, OB, but the most overrated angle in, in our being is that the team bounces back after sacking a coach. Uh, yeah, the Warriors will get better with that, Nathan Brown, no risk at all. But I don't think it's going to happen immediately. This is a game Cronulla probably want to make a statement in. They've won 14 of 18 against the Warriors. Uh, they've covered 15 of the last 18. Oh, I can't come into the Warriors. Well, they've covered just four of 18 of conceding 20 plus. I think the Sharks cover this. And uh, I'm betting the over small too. Rick Cliff tends to be underground, but the Sharks are a big overside. And this is a nice over spot for the Warriors who go over when they're a big underdog. So uh, over and Sharks. And the final Queen's birthday game of NRL Round 14 is the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs, $5.50 against the Parramatta Reels, $1.15. The line, 16 even, over under 43.5. Are you having a bet in this one, Top Rope? Uh, I, I don't want to. I certainly don't want to because I think Parramatta will absolutely smash the Bulldogs and uh, uh, I can I can cop betting against the Bulldogs in nearly every situation. Uh but the team that you know, is most confident of Paramount is just a deep, guttural disdain for the Eels. So, um, But I'm not having a bet here, but I am recommending backing the Eels with a good deal of confidence here. Uh, they've covered 10 or 14 and scoring 28 plus, 9 or 12 as a road favourite of four and a half or more. The Dogs will play three games under Mick Potter. They've conceded 30 plus in all of them. That's bad news against the Paramount team that can run up a score. So... And the great Michael Sevo is back this week for Paramount, who has historically run right against the Bulldogs. So uh, prayers for Canterbury on this Queen's birthday holiday. 
Thank you, Top Rope. And a reminder to punters, you can locate uh, the greatest game of all, GGOA, for $22 a week in the LittleBirdie.live shop for all your NRL betting action. Uh, Top Rope, thank you. Uh, give the coaches a week off, please. No more uh, no more sackings this week and uh, have a great weekend. Uh, MG, just a reminder, you can locate the AFL Stings also for $22 a week in the LittleBirdie.live shop for all your AFL betting action. Uh, much planned for the weekend, MG? Yeah, a lot of sport. Keep me out of trouble. It's uh, Yeah, NBA continues. Got AFL, obviously, rugby league. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, and that's a wrap for this week's Friday Lions. Thank you, MG and Top Rope. You can follow us on YouTube. Find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow Little Birdie, follow at Little Birdie TV on Twitter and Instagram. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. Uh, we'll be back next Friday, but don't don't forget to join Nikki on Monday for the first look with all the weekend's action in review. Punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend, punters. 